Men and women of the Legion, welcome to the Legion lifestyle. Together, we can grow the Legion. Together, we can change the world. How do we do that? Share the show. Spread the word of our mission to change people's lives for the better, and together, we can leave the world better than we found it. That is the way of the Legion. Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of Legion Lifestyle, our podcast. Uh, This week, we are going to touch base on perspective and changing it for the better, building routines, and per usual, we're going to randomly talk about a lot of other bullshit. Um, So yeah, follow us along. Uh, You can always check out our Instagram and Facebook at Legionnaire Athletics, that is L-E-G-I-O-N-N-A-I-R-E. Legionnaire Athletics, or you can follow Dean on his personal, I'm, I, not I am, I'm Dean, and so are you. Uh, so feel, can you. Oh, God damn it. We're you know keeping what? this one. I, I like this, actually. No, fuck. <laughs> We're all here, by the way. This is just her. Hello, everyone. Hey. I'm trying real hard. These intros are hard. <laughs> you see the struggles I go through every fucking week. I do. Uh, he makes it sound so easy. I do like 20 takes, and okay. I sit here and throw I am Dean, and so are you. <laughs> so can We are all embodiments of Dean. Anyways, guys, if you have any questions or comments or anything, please... Let us know on our Instagrams. Hit me up. Hit us up on the company page. We love you all. Let's get into this fucking episode. <laughs> God damn it. Welcome to Legion Lifestyle. I'm your host, as per usual, Dean. Joining me today, Randy and Megan. Woo! Hey, everybody. What's up? I was kind of confused. Like, I was supposed to say something, but I didn't know when you paused. If I was like, wait. Yeah, I gave him that look just like... Yeah, he did. He, he I fucked I me, and I was him. I was like a deer in headlights. Did it turn you on? A little, and scared at the same time, so that's, really into it. That's how I like my yeah. partners to be, yeah. both aroused and afraid. It's like, <laughs> I feel like... <laughs> it's like that show on um, Discovery, Naked and Afraid. This is going to be the best episode ever. I feel ever. like you and Randy, with his line of work, should have a conversation. <laughs> Judging by my eyes, I guess we're going to have something. Might be a little bit more than a conversation. Just to let you know, when I'm scared, I clinch harder. Oh, okay. boy. This got weird. <laughs> Anyways, let's talk about some motivational type shits. Um, I have a quote for us today. A um, quote a from quote. Dean? And this is a Dean original quote, actually. Oh, shit. Fun fact, I thought of this one today. I was, OGD. I like to listen to a lot of motivational podcasts and stuff, and, and the one I was talking about, about or listening to was about perspective and changing your perspective. And I came up with this quote. I played a lot of chess through high school. You guys are familiar with the game of chess, right? Kind of yes. You, you the, the basics. The basics, right. So my quote is, you can't win a game of chess from the perspective of a pawn. Okay. I need a little more explanation. I'm not that good at chess. So, so a pawn is on the front line of the chessboard. They're basically they're, the throwaways. Exactly, they're the pieces they're going to sacrifice are the per- first pieces. They they don't matter. They can't move a lot. They don't have that much use. If you live your life from the perspective of a pawn, you have a very narrow field of view. You don't get to see the whole game board. You know, you want to be the the person playing. You want to be the person moving the chess pieces around, seeing the whole board. Mm-hmm. That way, you can find the best strategy to win. So you need to be a god. Exactly, yeah. Or a master manipulator. Yeah, hey, that works too. You can become a puppeteer. But the whole thing about that is just like change your perspective from the view of a pawn. Get out of the game and see the whole board. 
and that kind of brought me to something. There's a, a book that I've been reading. Uh, it's called Leadership Strategy and Tactics, written by a Navy SEAL, former Navy SEAL, Jocko Willink. I don't know if you can ever not be a Navy SEAL under Navy SEAL, but Navy SEAL man, Jocko Willink. Um, he's a very famous guy. Most he is. He's probably pretty big him. on YouTube, and he talks a lot about when people, like military movies, he breaks down accuracy. Just yeah, and he's got his own podcast, like, yeah. too. But I recommend everyone read this book. It's awesome. But in a part of that, in the fairly beginning of the book, he talks about when he was going through his Navy SEAL training, that they were on this oil rig doing training, not like combat stuff. And they're, well, I don't know what, they're on a platoon or squad or whatever the fuck it is. I'm not a military guy. I just have a lot of military friends. And say like they had like 20 guys on this firing line and no one's making a move. They're all, he, they're all just looking down their weapon sights. You know, waiting for an order. No, none of his leaders are making calls. No one's making calls. You know, 10, 20, 30 seconds go by. And he's wondering like, oh, geez, there we go again. And he's wondering like why no one's making a call. So he just takes a literal one step back from that, that line. And now that one foot back has allowed him to see all of his guys lined up and see that no one is looking around. No one's everyone's just focused down the barrels of their weapons. And by taking that step back, that allowed him to see the the chessboard he, he allowed to see him all the pieces and he made the call made you know he got um a, got good praises by his by his leaders afterwards you know like hey good call and so it's just that little step back in your life whether you do that physically in a, in a confrontational type scenario or mentally with a mental type scenario you take a step back from yourself and from the situation see the whole board and you can dive back in taking the best route of or best course of action to solve whatever problem that you're you're having. And I I have done this a lot because I read this. I started reading this book probably about a year ago and I still haven't finished it because I suck at finishing books. But when I started reading that and I started implementing it, it, it changed my life entirely because I, it changed my perspective on so many things. Because when you're when the problems in your face, it's so hard to see anything else. It can be a tiny problem, but the closer you are to it, the bigger it looks. So if you take that step back, you realize, okay, this isn't that big of a problem. Here's how I handle it. Then you can dive back in, take the best course of action, and figure your shit out. I do this physically when I work security at the bars. For example, last weekend, I had a pretty interesting night. The end of the night, you know, there was a group of guys that were all trying to jump one other guy. And so, obviously, I stepped in. And the, the leader of this little pack of assholes, he got up in my face. like. If I would have moved in a centimeter closer, he'd be kissing my ear. But he's he's talking shit in my ear, saying all this stuff. And I, you know, literally in that moment, physically, I couldn't take a step back. But mentally, I took a step back because in that kind of situation, it's very easy to get emotional, get riled up and go down to his level, start talking shit back. And that's how you get in a fist fight. Big brawl starts out. You know, no one wins in that scenario. But mentally, I was able to take that step back realize what was going on with the course of action you know i analyzed his body posture what he was what he looked like he was ready to do where all his buddies were i was able to kind of figure all that out and i mean this all happens in a split second once you get good at doing this but you know within that realization of okay this guy's going to talk big shit his buddies are all mad well, for whatever reason i don't know what's going on and i just started walking forward and all they all followed me and I got everyone out the door. Not a single fist was thrown. No one got pushed. No hands on at all. And for a lot of other my guards, that would have gone to a, a very physical level very fast because they aren't able to take that step back. 
Mm-hmm. That's fair. That's a good assessment. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. So back to the original quote of you can't win a game of chess from the perspective of a pawn. You got to take that step back, change your perspective, and attack the objective at a different angle. It's hard. It's hard to to have that moment of clarity long enough to be able to be like, this is what I need to do because yeah, yeah, a lot of times you're so wrapped in it. This might be a little bit of a stretch, but we were at the gym. I don't know what every day. I don't know one day this week. And, um, I had commented to Randy that there was this older lady who she's on the larger side, whatever she walks with a cane. She's a little bit older. She does, I think physical therapy and personal training, a little bit of both trying to get healthier I just commented to Randy, I was like, man, like, I can see a difference. I can see a difference in her face. Like, she's been coming here as long as I have, which like a year and a half, something like that. And I was like, I, I can tell. And Randy's like, well, go say something to her. I was like, oh, no, no. She's with her trainer. Like, I'm not going to bother them, like, being all antisocial and shit. And then finally, I don't know, we were goofing around and her trainer kind of, like, laughed at us because I, I was doing something stupid. And so I was like, okay, that's the opening. So I'll go over there. And I just like commented to her, like, you know, like I see you in here all the time, like working really hard. Like I can tell a huge difference. Just wanted to say congratulations. Uh, congratulations. And she kind of looked at me like, what? Like she didn't believe for a second. She was like, I don't, she's like, really? Like you can tell? I was like, 100%. Yeah, definitely. So like she, I could see that she, wasn't looking at the whole picture like where she had come to where she is now that might be a little bit of a stretch from no no not not at all that's that is on the exact same level as the whole thing and you know i can take that to a personal level having lost 90 pounds myself and i'm looking pretty fucking good and i've been gaining strength and strength and muscle size and everything else it's it's the same way when you're you're in the trenches every fucking day you see yourself every single day it's hard to take that step back to, to see the broad spectrum of where your journey has taken you. Same way with like your, your mental health and everything else. You know, it's, it's hard to take that step back and realize, okay, I'm not that bad. You know, from, from a year ago, I am so much better than I was. And so just taking that little bit of a step back to actually like see the broad picture and see the whole journey, it, it's, it's hard to do. Yeah. But once you do, it's like, Okay, I can relax. I can stop being so hard on myself. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's hard to see it when you, you do. You stare at yourself day to day and you're like, oh, God, man. Like, I was like, oh, I still got this like flab on my belly or whatever the heck it is. But like, you're hyper focusing on something. Whereas it's like, um, I have gained a shit ton of back muscles and fucking biceps and shoulders and quads and everything else. But all I can think about is this tummy pudge, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Or like, you know, I've only been able to lift, you know, a hundred pounds on, on whatever, on this lift. Or I've only been able to bench a hundred pounds and I can't break a hundred pounds and you get down on yourself because it's been two months and you haven't been able to break that hundred pound barrier. But you know, if you, again, you take that, take that step back, change your perspective and you can realize that, okay, well you can't break the hundred pounds now, but five months ago you were struggling to break 70 pounds and just change your perspective, see how far you can come. And that just, that's a such a, a blessing to be able to gain that skill and be able to kind of just do that in the moment. For sure. It is. Randy, you're awfully quiet over there. What do you I think? I mean, I was just, you guys are going at it. I mean, I went through the whole weight lessening. It was hard to see myself making progress. It, uh, 
it I don't know. I just I wasn't very self aware. I I try to be more self aware now, but it's hard in the moment. Yeah. That's super informative. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I don't know what else to say. Like, I I went through phases where like I didn't think I was losing any weight, and people were saying I was, and then. I thought I was like looking really great, but then I kept losing so much weight and I wasn't really aware of how I was looking. So I've been on both ends of the spectrum of just not being in the know. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. But yeah. So if you take a lesson out of that whole little rant, it's just learn to take a step back. And even if you're having mental issues, just physically take a breath, realize you're, you know, you're being an asshole to yourself and just physically take a step back, take a breath and then think about it differently. And that, that's that's one hell of a way to start changing your life for the better and to just becoming a better person in general. Yeah. I mean, but, yeah, you got you to gotta start to be able to do that first. Yeah, it's not easy. It, it takes a lot of practice. Yeah. And then especially when you have, you know, another 6'6 six, six skinny dude in your face trying to get you to start a fight. Like, it's not easy to do. But once you get to the point of being able to do it, oh, man, you, it, you, be, you feel like a god. Yeah. I mean, I have to practice self-restraint at my job all the time so it's uh something i've gotten better at but i also work with kids too so like there's a level there's a different level of like severity of like consequences of like not keeping yourself in check so you have to have a lot of self-restraint and be aware of like the real possibility of any type of danger happening versus somebody that's just like spouting yeah but again back to the whole point is just like being self-aware, it just takes a lot of practice to like know your surroundings better, know yourself better, and to be able to make better judgment calls and like realize what's really going on and not get emotionally caught up and like make errors in judgment. Yeah, and I mean that. Yeah, speaking of just like the getting emotional part, that also kind of ties into the kind of overarching thing I've said several times: of fuck your feelings, because mm-hmm. <laughs> and well, we're back exactly. Once you. You know, once you start getting emotional, you know, you lose all all picture. Your perspective is now just tunnel vision of that emotion. So you got to be, be able to, you know, uh, disassociate yourself from your emotion. Not disassociate, but uh, distance yeah. yourself, separate yourself. Yeah. Disassociation is not good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, Honestly, you know for me, it. like emotionally, like it's all tunnel vision, bad downhill. Like it if is. I, yeah, man, if I am, if I'm thinking like with like my emotions, it's it's a bad thing. And I think it's a bad thing for anyone to think specifically with. I mean, obviously, there's good emotions like you're happy. Yeah. Or, These are not good emotions I'm talking about. Even the even the good emotions. I I work very very hard. I mean, obviously, I'm not shutting shutting my emotions off, mm-hmm. but I do everything in my power to not think with my emotions. It's a form I'm, of processing them. Yeah, like I'm gonna feel all of my emotions, but I'm not going to act upon them before stepping back, change my perspective. Becoming level-headed, making a decision, getting back into that moment, refeeling those emotions, but still making the decision on those emotions. Kind of like the think with your head, not with your heart. Yeah, or or yeah. not with your dick. Same same process. I didn't want to go that low, but you know, <laughs> yeah. I don't have that problem. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> don't think with your twat. Yeah, just change your perspectives. That's one of the foundational steps to living the Legion lifestyle. There we go. I like it. So. To get on to a little bit of a different topic and our main issue for today, Megan, you have uh, started helping out a couple of your coworkers. You said yes, our so. subordinates, your subordinates, yeah. your lackeys. You're they, teaching the peasants oh the way. God, not at all. They're my girls. <laughs> That's why I call them. They're my. Girl. Most of them are are young. They're all younger than me. 
including you, Ashley. Um, but, um, so yeah, I've basically just kind of volunteered because I love to do it so much and I, they probably get annoyed about me complaining about how sore I am at work and stuff like that, you know, trying to bend over and pick up dogs. And I'm like, oh my God, my back, oh my butt, oh And for some arms. odd reason, they blame me. Like they don't, they're like, we won't work out with Randy. Yeah, they're like a little that, bit I'm afraid. somehow the root cause of all this. Yeah, they were a little afraid to work out with Randy because, you know, I'm constantly like, oh, he made me do, I don't know, deadlifts. Oh, know. so it's your fault for blaming Randy. Yeah, no. probably. That's fair. Probably. Passing the torch, not even fair. Man. No, but, um, so I talk about that, and I'm usually pretty well restrained at work. Um, when I do, I'm a good kid, and I bring my lunch and all that stuff. You know, they might order in pizza or Panera or something like that, and they always offer out of politeness. And I just no, thank you. Like I have my protein bar, I have my, you know, half of a roast beef sandwich and broccoli or whatever the hell I'm eating that day. Um, so yeah, I just I feel like, and they listen to the podcast as well. So I think. Hopefully it's motivational for them. So I kind of volunteered like, hey, I can help you write a meal plan. I can help you. You know, they're opening a Planet Fitness like three doors down from our store. So I was like, this is great. We're all like working. They're all on my schedule right now. So we travel as like a posse. Yeah. That's what I call them, my posse. And and what is it that that one little word that I love so much? What What is it that allows you to say no to Panera's and all that food? Discipline. Discipline. <laughs> Sorry. I just think South Park when I say discipline. But yes, it is. It's just good discipline. And kind of like we said a second ago before we started recording, but I, I basically volunteered to be their training wheels. So until they can build their own level of discipline, I'll be there to help you. I mean, I tell them, like, uh, give me a week's worth of food. Write down everything you put in your mouth. <laughs> we made lots of dick jokes. <laughs> as, as you have to. Yes, of course. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a, it's part of the, the codex of living legion lifestyle is yeah. you, if there's dick a dick jokes. joke to be made, you yeah. make it. Of course. Um, so that'll be next week. They'll give me, you know, all their stuff. And I'm like, I'm not here to judge you. I don't really care if you ate pizza for three meals a day because I love pizza. It's some good ass shit. Those right. Italians and what they were doing. Is pizza even Italian? I think so, but not quite. And it, this, what we eat here is very Americanized, but yeah. pizza is, I think, originally. Anyways. Italian. Sorry. Um, so anyways, like I said, so I volunteered. I'm writing up meal plans. So I've gone, you know, with their macros and all that stuff, which, you know, we can get into the nutrition side a little bit a different day. I want to talk about building a routine. So I'm not going to take them with me to Planet Fitness and be like, cool, follow me and do the exact same things that I do because I don't want them to get hurt and I want them to come back to work the next day. True. So I've written up a plan that's pretty basic, three days a week. Um, starting out four on occasion, depending on what days we work, honestly, cause I'm not going to drive all the way back down to Coralville if I'm not working. Yeah. <laughs> it's like half hour. So, um, but I wanted things that were going to be simple and kind of like foundational building blocks. So as opposed to say, starting with a back squat, you know, putting somebody on a squat rack and loading up a bunch of weight on a barbell. You know, the first time I ever did a squat, dear God, I, I did. I rolled. I rolled backwards and I <laughs> fell on my butt. <laughs> yeah, we all been there. Yeah, because it's like put your weight in your heels and then like bend down essentially like you're sitting. Well, if I'm sitting down, like my momentum is going backwards because I'm expecting something to catch me. And there wasn't anything there to catch me. So, yeah, I did like a backwards somersault. I think you also want ago. simple movements. You don't want something that's overcomplicated. Right. Where you have to 
so much focus on the form of it that it mm-hmm. kind of takes away from them just actually getting started with the workout. Right. Like, save yeah. the more advanced level stuff. Like I happen to think, and this is just my opinion, that deadlifts are very hard yeah. because of the form and how I crucial mean, the form is to that that workout. We struggle and, with our deadlift form. Yeah, so like that's not for everybody. That's not something that I would have a beginner do it's as a, a workout. Very high skilled. And yeah. the reason deadlifts are such a I'm not going to say bad exercise because they're a phenomenal exercise, but they're a very high skilled exercise. But there's there's a term that I'll throw out a, a lot, which is CNS, your central nervous system. It's a very high CNS recruiting exercise because you're recruiting just about every muscle fiber in your entire body. So it's an it's a very high level compound movement that takes a lot of skill to learn. Yeah, and that's yeah. why it's we don't recommend it for beginners. Well, it's a high risk ratio of of being injured because there are, I mean, off the top of my head, I can legitimately think of four different aspects where if you fuck it up in that exercise, you're going to hurt yourself and yeah. not a little bit, but like a I, lot of it. Personally though, I, you know, like it is the, the risk to reward ratio mm-hmm. is high with it, but I don't like using that as a standard of yeah. explaining because when you tell people like, Oh, you know, the, the injury rate on this exercise, well now they're never going to try it in their entire lives. That's fair. Like I, I wanted to, I want to try to word things to where it's like, you know, I want people to, once they get a little more comfortable mm-hmm. to try it, don't ego lift with it because that's where people hurt themselves. Yeah. I mean, I've backed off. So I don't do with a barbell now. I'll do dumbbells or I use a kettlebell yeah. until I can just kind of work on because I have low back issues. So if I fuck it up, I'm going to be hurting for a good long time and trying to heal that, not fuck it up. But that's kind of like my main point. So I'm not going to put them on a back squat with a barbell. Instead, we'll just maybe a small dumbbell and doing, I don't even know what the actual, like where you just like sit, like you're going to touch the bench and then you get up. Kind like of like a box squat. Yeah, box yeah. squat. Thank you very much. I have it down as a goblet squat, but that's yeah. just well, holding Yeah, well, yeah, goblet squat is holding it for you. Yeah, but, exactly. So yeah, it'd be just. So something super easy like that. So if you fall down and you roll like I did, there's a bench to catch you and you're not going to hurt yourself or crack your head on the floor. Yeah. Um, you know, using a lot of the resistance machines that we talked about, legs, ext- leg extensions, um, calf, calf raises, things like that, that there is plain instructions right in front of you. It tells you exactly how to do it. it tells you how, what muscles it's going to be working, you know, things like that. Very, very. So basically you just want to start activating the muscle groups yeah. in a very controlled way where there's. Well, little gonna, room for error. Yeah, you're putting the training wheels on it. Yeah. That's what yeah. you want to do. It's going to build the foundation so you're getting used to the form. That's why I like to use the squat as, a, as an example because, okay, once you're done with the box squats, then you can move away from the bench and do a regular body weight or goblet squat. Once you get that really down, um, you can add dumbbells. Once we're done with the dumbbells, okay, yeah, go ahead and, and jump on the on the squat rack and do an actual barbell behind you. Like it's it's a building process. Yeah, so you're not going to just jump into a manual car without ever having driven before and, and drive a race. I've or, tried. It's not, well, not a race. but I mean, I've can't. jumped in a manual car with that, knowing how to drive one. But you're, not, hard way. but you're not going to do that and, and try to win a race. No, 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 no. I was just trying to drive yeah. to work. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, driving a manual car, like, it's, it's very similar. Like, yeah. You have to learn how to do it, and only from there can you get good at it, and then you, can you progress mm-hmm. to more advanced things. <clears throat> And that's that's where I think, you know, especially when it comes to like high school kids, like so many just try to dive headfirst into it and do the hard stuff. But, yeah. you know, you, you got to you got to put the training wheels on and you got to learn how to do this. Yeah. And the other thing I'm trying to focus on here 
So our first day of the week, Monday, is legs because well, that's often really important to females. Lower body versus men tend to focus more on upper body. Anyways, yeah. um, so I'm not going to put them through a two-hour workout for legs, even though you easily could. I literally picked, what is that, one, two, three, four, five. Five exercises. One is quads, leg extensions. That's quads too. Hip extension. That's supposed to be hip thrusters. Um, How do you extend your hips? I know. Hip extensions. <laughs> Pretty sure that's supposed to be hip thrusters. Um, so we have two glutes, two quads, and a calf. What about the hamstrings? Well, you know, that's there's that's a lot of deadlift type movements with hamstrings. Maybe that's what I meant. Hip extensions. Maybe I don't know what I meant. I fucked. No it one's up. gonna hear any of this. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to boost this audio so sorry, hard. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> How now, brown cow? No, but um, <laughs> no, like that. That's very, very good. It's very good foundational, and you know. Yeah. And if I were scheduling someone who's never in, because I'm I'm coaching three women myself right now, mm-hmm. and they're all very different, but they're all more experienced lifters, so I don't have to have the training meals yeah. on, and I can get more specific with mm-hmm. with their meal plans and everything else, and and not have to kind of like hold their hand through it. Yeah, and uh, I don't mean that as a bad thing by any means, because no. if. Everybody's not, at different levels. Well, yeah. also, you could probably do more days and hit more stuff as where Megan's got beginners, like legit beginners. So, like, you don't want to burn them out. So, yeah. you have three work days of working out out of seven, which means you have four rest days. And yeah. honestly, when you first start working out, you get so sore. And so, having those rest days are extremely crucial to uh, recovery and not hurting yourself and being able to get back into the gym and still being able to work out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely gotta, you gotta start slow too. Yeah. Again, I think that's where a lot of people mess up. They go, they go heavy and hard real fast. Yeah. And that's when they get super sore and can't move for three days. Well, yeah, I mean, you have, you have your regimens that you do. Uh, Cause I remember you said you do like a push pull thing. So, but like after so long you end up changing up, you end up interchanging out your workouts and stuff. So when you do that, typically when you start fresh after you change them out, for me, I get super sore. Like when I instantly change, like I'm like, man, all right, that hit hard. Like that, I I definitely need this rest day coming up because I'm I feel it. Just like walking and simple movement and like stretching. Man, my legs were so bad last week. I stretched and almost like looked like I was having like a seizure because like my legs were shaking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's that's pretty much if you look at all of these days. I mean, chest day, I have. What is that? Chest and triceps, which is a common combination there. So we have a chest press, which is the machine. Uh, Tricep kickbacks, which is a super easy motion on the bench. You can lean over that way. Push-ups. Everybody knows what a fucking push-up is. Even if you have to do the, they call them the girly kind. I don't really like that, but, you know, on your knees. There you go. Thank you. Um, FYI, Megan's doing regular push-ups now. Oh, shit. Yeah, I can do 10. Thank you. Oh, look at you. Maybe if I pushed a little harder more, but usually at 10, I'm like, I don't want to do anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we got her off doing grill push-ups finally. We also use the um, the ball, the... um, Uh, Bosu ball. Yeah. So as like a balancing thing. Flip it upside down, and it kind of helps with your stabilizers as well. Yeah. If you want to up your push-ups, if you're looking... You want to add a little bit to it. So, yeah, it's, um, she's doing normal push-ups now. I'm so proud of her. Golf yeah. claps. She tried to do a, a pull-up the other day. It didn't quite work, but I helped her. I yeah. grabbed her and lifted <laughs> her up. Me me. Yeah, I'm, We're uh, getting this. You know, because I'm, I'm weighing in right now about 240, or not 240, 272, give or take. And I'm able to do uh, four and a half, five pull-ups now, nice. like straight up, which is, is I never thought I'd be able to do. 
And then I had a guy come up to me and, and actually compliment me because uh, I was doing body weight dips and I was doing four sets of 15 and like like full length body weight dips. And he's like, at your body weight, I'm surprised you can do more than three. Yeah. That's my next big milestone that I really want. Even if I can just get one, one real pull up. Right now, I'm somewhere depending on the day and which order it is in my set. Uh, I use the assisted pull-up machine, and it's somewhere between forty and sixty pounds for eight reps. And and yeah, but yeah, that's God, one of it's so bad. It's one of my girls, uh, Barbie. Her one of her goals is to be able to do a pull-up. Just one. I just want honestly, even if I had to use like a band or something, I would still be fucking hella proud. of I've that seen shit. videos where that goes wrong. I wouldn't use a band. <laughs> I've well, I also don't have. I a, laugh at every single one. I don't Man. have a penis, so it won't hurt as bad. No, if it shoots uh, up my leg. But like. With, with pull-ups, I feel like that was like a, a milestone for me. Like I wanted to do because I started off with like having to use like 130 pounds like assisted weight yeah. when I was big, and now I'm actually to the point where I strap 35 pounds on me for my sets on our heavy days. So I'll do four sets of six reps with 35 pound weight uh, yeah. attached to me, yeah. and then I do my own. I haven't started doing um, extra weight with my dips, but I've like for the longest time my triceps are have always been pretty solid so i've been able to do dips i could do sets without much issue there so that's another exercise that obviously is a great progression so you go from you know needing as much weight as you do on the assisted mm -hmm. pull up and or dip machine to being able to do your own body weight to being able to add weight like it it one builds the foundation of the other yeah i do want to say i get more I, I do get more satisfaction when, you know, people like, oh, I, I bench press this or anything. Honestly, the things that I struggle with the most when I was fat, like the basic sit-ups and pull-ups and push-ups, like now that I do all mm -hmm. those with ease, I get the most satisfaction out of still doing those at the gym. Because if I do, I'll get on like a decline bench and then I'll grab a 45-pound weight and I'll do my sit-ups and then I'll do a twist at the top. Oh, yeah. So I do those. Oh, I love decline twists. Yes. So... That the basics right there that I always struggle with, they give me the most. Like I'll sit there and just start doing pull ups, and I'll kind of like mess around. Um, I'll just like control my body and like kind of act like I'm walking and stuff like that. Like to me, that's just the greatest. I get so much satisfaction out of that rather than like, oh, I moved up in this weight and I'm doing all this. No, like that the basic stuff pleases me to no end that I can do that now. Yeah, it's almost crazy how a lot of experienced weightlifters. Um, are unable to do basic calisthenics, which is, is what all all body weight yes. stuff is. It's called calisthenics. Calisthenics. Cali is there an end You're in right, there? Calisthenics. Yeah. No, it's calisthenics, yeah, not calisthenics. That's, that's what I thought. I don't, I don't know why my brain was like, like Cali, like in. California. All right, shut okay, up. you stop that now. Jesus. But just, and I want to get into the almost a little bit of like specificity, a little bit of kind of building because you know, obviously, not everyone's going to have somebody to hold their hand and build their own right. program, and Obviously, the beginner programs are all going to look very similar. I'd recommend the exact same thing. Cook very, pretty much cookie cutter to anyone mm -hmm. starting out. Push, pull, legs, some variation of that. Mm -hmm. You know, start on the machines, work your way up. The, yep. That's the advice I'll give for anyone. We already had that episode. I don't yeah. really want to broad yeah, spectrum. Yeah. So getting into the more of the specificity of building a program, which is about what I'm doing for my three girls who are mm -hmm. all, they all have very different goals. Um, for example, Barbie, she is a, there's, there's plenty of pictures of me and her on, um, on Instagram, Facebook, uh, follow me at I'm being so can you, you can check all those out and see me be an asshole and take gym pictures. Doof. Um, yeah, you're right. But <laughs> so she wants to lose 
10 pounds. I want to see her lose about 20 pounds or so. And she's very strong. She has, she's very built. I mean, if you she like a broad shoulder type build type thing. Is that the one yeah. that you posted that you're mini? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, and it, it, it is kind of funny though, because like, um, she's, uh, I don't know, I, I'm going to guess she's like probably five, three, five, four, or something like that. Sure. And, but she's very built. She's got mm-hmm. a lot of muscle on her. She's very strong and she's got pretty damn built legs, but she's got a little weight to lose before she's where she wants to be, but she still wants to uh, get more strength and she, she likes the bodybuilding side. Mm-hmm. So I'm building her more of a bodybuilding. And honestly, I'm kind of cookie cuttering what mine is, but I'm tailoring yeah. it a little bit more to what she wants with the right. specific workouts, rep sets and everything. Then there's Emma who she's wanting to just get overall strength and just kind of, you know, typical girl looks. She wants a nice ass and a nice legs. So I'm going to be building her a little bit more of a hybrid, more in the, more in the powerlifting side, a little bit more, uh, than the bodybuilding, but mm-hmm. so it's gonna be a nice hybrid uh, bodybuilding powerlifting kind of mm-hmm. program. And then there is Olivia, and she is wanting just kind of general fitness, tone up a little bit. So I'm I'll be writing her up more, just kind of general fitness, mm-hmm. kind of you know not not really diving deep any discipline, just kind of like getting in shape a little bit, kind of yeah. workout. Mm-hmm. And so that that's the first step is finding out what your goals are. Are you wanting to, you know, build strength? Are you wanting to be powerful? Or are you wanting to kind of sculpt and do dive into the whole bodybuilding scene? Mm-hmm. And there's uh, for starting your workouts. Um, well, there's there's two kind of things that'll help you kind of get into everything: uh, volume and intensity. So volume is going to be the amount of work that you're doing. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be your reps and your sets and how much volume how much are you cramming into this workout then there's intensity that's how hard you're you're doing these exercises you know are you doing you know three reps but are you putting a lot into them putting really heavy weight and you're really really driving your cns to to move the weight those are two factors that kind of go into these three different things so there's height hyper god i can't speak now thank you that one and so for hypertrophy the bodybuilding scene, you're going to want really high volume, but with low intensity, you're going to want to move, you know, moderate amount of weight, slowly, really focusing on contraction. You're not moving the weight hard and fast. Mm-hmm. You're really focusing on the muscles and, and feeling and getting connected to that's the muscles slow themselves. and controlled. And that's what I love. Mm-hmm. Then there is strength building, which is kind of in the mid middle of that. It's going to be, you know, kind of medium range volume, medium range intensity. You're going to be moving good amount of weight, but at with nice control. But then there's power, which is you know more in the powerlifting scene. How much weight can you move? Yeah. You know that's where you're diving to the you know the maybe higher number of sets, but really low reps per yeah. set. The high, you know, you're just you're you're pushing yourself as hard as you can to move the most amount of weight. On that note, I was very excited. Randy pushed me to try a PR. For bench press. For bench yeah. press. I get? could do two, one on each side. 45, she did 135. Fuck which yeah. I could probably have done more, but I was terrified. Yeah. Just honestly, probably from talking to Ryan so much after he tore his pec from Nutrisport, I'm a little scared to overdo. Yeah. Which, of course. Ryan was going for like well above yeah. what he normally does. He was like right. 300. 
You know what I mean? 300 yeah. pound bench but press. I'm, yeah, I don't know. I was a little bit afraid. So, Which technically but... Ryan is a little taller than me <laughs> and I guess just a little bit bigger. But like as far as like a muscular physique, he, he doesn't he's not on my level as far as, you know, that type of like look. Yeah. So not saying that he couldn't do it, but I wouldn't immediately look at him and think that he could bench 300 pounds. And then apparently his pec said he couldn't either. Yeah. But there's a lot of things that go on in a pec. There's yeah. injuries like that. And I know. That, it's just in my head yeah. that, that it freaks me out a little bit. I do bit. minimal, like, when I do bench, minimal, like, ups with weight. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, five pounds on each side. You know what I mean? I'm just like edging up a little bit when I start to move up, it's never like a huge jump. Cause I'm like, I don't want to go too, too high, too fast and hurt myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause normally when I move up in weight and something like that, I'm, I'm going in increments of like 20 pounds yeah. and then I always have a spotter. And for me, like I'm very in tune with my body. One of the things that, you know, and where you get your pec tears is when you have too much weight and you're, you're overloading and you're taking that intensity of that exercise mm-hmm. over 100%. And that's when your body overloads and something tears. Yeah. Where you get in tune with your body and, you know, you put, say you put 315 on the bar for me. I get halfway up. I get stuck. That's when I'm like, nope. And I call out for the spotter to grab the bar. Yeah. And because if you sit there and you push 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 and yeah. you overload, that's when you're going to hurt yourself and tear something. Mm-hmm. Actually, most tears happen in the eccentric. We movement. So when he when he goes, when he pulls it off and he comes yeah. down, it's when your body's just like, this isn't happening. But you can't really. It's not like when you're trying to push up and your body's like, no, we can't. When you're going, when the weight's coming down, there's no like, well, it's coming down. Yeah. And you're going to try and fight it. And so all that exertion is going to cause. But that's the same thing. You should have a spotter. You should be able yeah. to communicate oh, with your sure. spotter and, and, and get rid of that weight. She does all right with me. But I, if I were to ever go like really heavy, I'd probably grab a male counterpart just to be able like if I couldn't pick it up, I needed somebody to actually lift the weight off of me. Well, I mean, yeah. if I actually had to lift the weight off of you, like I'm probably going to hurt myself. When I do stuff, it's basically like with my effort versus her helping me. If I can't get it, then I know we're going to be able to lift it. But it if is, I ever went yeah. super heavy, then I'd be like. If I need somebody to really lift this off, I'm, I'm gonna grab somebody else, somebody yeah, like and, you. And I don't, say. and I don't ever recommend anyone really. I don't, I don't, I do not do PRs. I do not max out. Yeah. I never do. I think it's a stupid egotistical thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's kind of cool to see your progression, especially yeah. if you're going for strength based feats. Like if you're, if you're going, if you're like competing for powerlifting or strongman or something like that, then yes. maxing out is part of the game. <laughs> yeah. But for bodybuilders, general weightlifters, and just general fitness and like there's zero reason to yeah. to max out in my opinion. I mean, yeah, I mean it is. It was just an ego thing. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I mean, I have a buddy who does that stuff, but he just really enjoys it. Like he doesn't do weightlifting for anybody but himself. He's right now, he's I think he's like 28 or 29. Mm-hmm. He's 5'7", he's the same height as me. He's about 207 pounds. It is he normally benches like 345 regularly for sets, but like his PR is like 405. He's, yeah. he's thick. He's, 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 he's thick. A, he's, he's thick in all, a good I'm way. Sure, yeah, but he's a monster. Like, and he, I, re- I recently talked to him and the dude, he got, um, this dude at his gym got pissed at him because he, um, he beat his, the other dude's PR for bench press and the dude's juicing. The other dude's juicing. My buddy doesn't. He's yeah. just a big dude and he doesn't look disproportionate in any way whatsoever. And, I mean, to some people that matters, you know what I mean? I used to be that way when I was a little bit younger, too. Like, when I was working out around that age, like, I wanted to do PRs. I wanted to see, like, I wanted to see my my best get better. Mm -hmm. So, like, 
I'm not going to say it's all an ego thing. So that's just some things that people really love and that's what they want to do. But I will say generally that tends to be the case. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what I mean though. Like yeah. when, it, when it comes to the general gen pop, general population, like it's, it's, that's just an ego base. It's a, and I mean, even with the experience lifters and same with like competing power lifters and everything, like it still is an ego based thing. It's that, it's that notch on the bed post. It's like, you know, my dick's yeah. bigger than yours. Exactly. And that's where, and I'm not saying it has no place in the weight room, but yeah. keep it to like the, the people, and especially like high school or coaches, they have, you know, their kids maxing out like every other week or something like there's, it's there's no stupid. point to it. You, you're not getting the only benefit of a max or doing your one rep max. The only benefit of that is, is that ego is you know, being able to say you did it. Yeah. You're not actually going to get a whole lot of benefit from that. You're going to get no. so much more benefit doing, doing, you know, four sets of five. Yeah. I did one rep. One. Yeah. The that reason I it. had her do that too, is to build her confidence. Yeah. Not it was so like, cause she's, she did, she doubts I'm herself. I'm going to get there someday. Maybe I will be able, and that'll be my, that'll be my baseline. Yeah. Like I did it once. Okay. You know, maybe a year from now, that'll be my regular. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So and that was, know, that was really all. I'm not was. knocking you for no, it. No, no, no. Yeah. Out of curiosity, what is uh, your friend Barbie do because she's four. She does bench for bench. You know what she No, I didn't now? know. I didn't know if you did sets with her and stuff like that. I, oh, I don't think I've a bench with her. And what I say when I'm coaching, like I'm not there working out. Yeah, with them. Oh. you're giving like, guidance. Yeah, because right now I'm writing up uh, my girls' programs. Right now, they're all mm-hmm. this is all just a, a very new thing. Like yep. I'm just getting their meal plans and, and workout yeah. programs written up now. So she's doing her own thing, but she's a She's an experienced lifter. She does her own programming right now. And she's got her goals. And so I'm tailoring kind of what she's doing uh, to more just fit her goals. So you're basically giving the workouts and she's going to adapt the weights to what she can do based on those pretty much. And then, you know, I'll be doing weekly check-ins and shit. But I I won't actually be in the gym with them, Mm -hmm. training them. Obviously, I'll be in the gym at the same time as them sometimes. And I'll be able to kind of coach them through some things and, and tell them a little bit more specificity on things and how to do stuff a little bit more better. Yeah. But I'm not actually in the gym with them. Yeah. See, my girls don't have, I mean, I'm sure they've gone to the gym before, but I don't know if they've ever had any personal, I am not a personal trainer. I'm not claiming to be one. Her girls would probably need a little hand holding, so she has to be there. That's what them. I'm saying. So I'm going to check their form. I'm going to go with them. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to hold their hand until well sometimes you need somebody there to kind of kick your ass to kind of get yeah. started yeah. you know what i mean so it's like you need that positive support exactly. and a lot of them well actually i guess this group hasn't anymore they cycle through so fast sometimes my yeah. job kind of has a high turnover rate but a so lot of them mean? have seen me at my fluffiest yeah and now they so it's literally there in front of you like yeah, yeah i've lost what like 75 80 pounds yeah but having someone there with you especially people that are brand new haven't been mm-hmm. in before or you know, yeah. are fairly new, like uh, same way with like we talked about New Year's, like having that period or that person yeah. or that thing to provide high motivation yes. is a phenomenal thing to use mm-hmm. to build the discipline if used correctly. Exactly. Hey, so shout out to my buddy mm-hmm. Larry Arnold, because he got me started when I was well over 300 pounds and got me in the gym and showed me basic workouts. And from that point on, I was able to tailor workouts based off of just the basic stuff that he was doing, started with my own weights that I could do. And and there it was kind of history. I mean, the gym was really supportive people, and I still go back there, and they normally don't charge me a membership when I go on vacation there. Just let me work out for a week. Very nice. I mean, I got to sign an NDA just in case you don't get hurt or anything. But, I mean, 
you know, I give him all the props to this day about me, like helping me legit get on track and showing me how to do stuff. I wouldn't have made the progress I have if it wouldn't have been somebody like him kind of just guiding me. So sometimes it's all you need is just a helping hand and that person to show a little concern and um, have a little faith in you to kind of, you know, get the wheel started. Because, you know, with him, we had so many other friends that were like, oh, I want to work out. I want to lose weight. And he's like, yeah, yeah, for sure. I'll help you. And then like they kind of fall off and he's like, yeah, they'll always come back and ask again. And I'm not going to be rude and be like, I'm not going to help you or show you. But he's like, it's it's kind of like <laughs> mostly the same old with a lot of people. They just they just kind of fall off the wagon. He's like, but you, he's like, man, you, you didn't like fall off at all. He's like, you kept with it. And I was just like, because I was serious. Yeah. Yeah. I just think about the, you know, starting this lifestyle is like, you got to get serious about it. because You got to be able mm-hmm. to sacrifice some shit. Mm-hmm. And do what you need to do. Yeah. But also, like, with him, too, he was very understanding when people would fall off. Like, it's it's hard. Like, this isn't easy. Like, I'm not going to even try and tell I mean, people. Like, How many times did you did you start? Did you, are you? It was several times. I like, was going to say, yeah, were you a one and done? Because if anybody was, I would believe it would be you. But, like, <laughs> what about you? How many times have you gone on a diet, started a workout, new year, new me, going to be healthy? Yeah, the workout since I since I my used brother, to believe in New Year, New Me. By the way, so <laughs> you can judge me harshly. I no, it's, but um, no. So I started out my my brother, my best friend Andrew. He got me into the gym senior year of high school. Um, I just mainly went to just kind of like hang out with him because I wanted to spend time with him. He's he was working at the gym. He's got um, I don't know if he probably personal trained, but I know he's going for a cert- certification before he joined the military. Um, but he got me in there, and then. Pretty much, I never, I never stopped. Yeah. I mean, I stopped once he left, but once I went to college, like I've never, I never stopped working out after that because I really mm-hmm. fell in love with it. Um, diets, on the other hand, I sucked at those. Yeah. And it wasn't a diet that I sucked at; it was just knowing how nutrition actually worked that yeah. I sucked at. I That's thought fair. I knew what I was talking about, but I never did, and I was, I never made the sacrifices that I needed to make to do what I needed to do. Yeah. You know, the shitty thing is probably would have been easier going if you would have probably had a better idea of the the, just the nutrition aspect because that would have played a bigger role because i mean as i say it like when you when you when you vary it out like percentages wise i try to say it's like basically like 80 percent diet 20 percent working out like Mm -hmm. you know abs are made in the kitchen yeah you don't need to have abs it's it's way too much work but no that's the thing like you you build muscle and you build strength in the gym Mm mm-hmm you lose weight with what you eat. Yeah. You know, there, there is no, well, I, okay. Well, you also I, yeah. lose muscle with what you eat too. If True. you watch it. But yeah. no, like, there, like you know, there's, you there's so many people out there like, well, I, I eat a pizza, so I'm just going to go to the gym and I'm going to run it off. No, never. that's, that's not how that works. You Yo, have any idea how I long legit you would have to like fucking that. run? You would yeah. have to run for like three days straight to work off a whole pizza. She knows her pizza. And even then, you know, cardio doesn't burn fat. Is, yeah. I, I don't know how many times I need to fucking tell people that, but, I mean, it burns calories, it, which ultimately burns calories, comes but from fat. But like, there's there yeah. are, there are study after study after study, and you can look it up. Oh, as many we don't have any cited at the moment, but we can come back exactly. But I again, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I've read them a lot, but I don't have any I can quote from directly. But weight training, strength training, resistance training as the umbrella mm-hmm. thing is going to burn long term more calories because muscle is an expensive <clears throat> thing yes. to have. It, it, you're gonna so the more muscle you have, the more calories you're gonna burn. So if you want to live the same lifestyle that you're living, go put on some fucking muscle. Mm-hmm. You're gonna burn more calories, yeah. and boom, that suddenly the fat's going away. I also yeah. do believe with weightlifting, when you exert strength and like your muscle sore, you continuously burn 
yeah. afterwards, which up is to, a difference versus hours. which yeah. is the difference after cardio. So that's why it's like one of those things that typically tends to be better as far as fat burning. Well, because if you think about it, with cardio, there's not as much of the breaking down the micro tears, the breaking down of the muscle to build it back up stronger. That's literally what you're doing when you're doing your resistance training and your weight training. You are beating the hell out of your muscles and literally creating all of these tiny little tears in them that your body then has to work to send more nutrients, more blood, you know, all of the the repair equipment essentially that it needs to build it back up. But when it builds it, it's like, hey, I don't want that to happen again. So I'm going to make it better this time. I'm going to make it stronger. And then next week you come in again and you break it back down because you were able to go up two pounds or whatever it is. And then it's just that formula back and forth where you're breaking it down and building it up it down and building up but that takes more energy for your body to do which means you need to eat more not eat less yeah and i think don't go eat, crazy with yeah, that, yeah, though. yeah but eat healthier and provide your body with more nutrients to you know to allow your body to successfully repair and then replenish yes. yeah and the, and the thing with cardio too though is like, it's hard on the joints i hate well it. what what mm-hmm. that too what it is is in the name. You know, people think it's like, oh, you do cardio to burn fat, but no, that's not that's not what it is. Cardiovascular endurance is what cardio is short for. Mm-hmm. Like, so what? What's your cardiovascular system? Your heart. That's pumping the blood. Mm-hmm. That's all. Your that's what's what that's what you're working. You're not working your whole body. I mean, you're working your whole body, but you're not breaking down any, any muscles. You're not having to repair anything. I mean, obviously, there's going to be a little bit, but you know, if you do if you do a bunch of cardio, and this is what the science is is, is you know, about 30 minutes to an hour after you're done doing cardio is when you stop burning those extra calories. Because with cardio, you get your heart rate up, but as soon as your heart rate calms back down, you're done burning those extra calories. Mm-hmm. Whereas with weight training, it can be up to 24 hours at one post-workout that yeah. you stop burning those calories mm-hmm. because you have to use that extra uh, bit of energy to recover from whatever bit of resistance training that you put yourself through. Yeah. I mean, it is good, a little bit of cardio, because what muscle are you strengthening with cardio? Your heart. Your yeah. heart. No, you, you So that is, cardio. there is value in that. Don't, don't get us wrong. But if you're looking for the overall, basically, increase in metabolism, that's where a lot of your weight training and your resistance training is going to be more beneficial. Yeah. All right. We did get a little off topic. Very. All right. Do. Let's uh, circle back to the What the fuck was I talking about? I don't even know. Mm-hmm. But no, but again, back to building your routines. Yes. Well, yeah, you were talking about the three you're working with. And, yeah. And, and they're the differences between all of them. And so, you know, with the, with the bodybuilding, the more strength hybrid and then just the general fitness. So depending on what your specific goals are, your workout is going to be want to look different too. So, mm-hmm. you know, are you wanting to just kind of like sculpt? Are you wanting to build? Are you wanting to like just build muscle purely mainly? Or, you know, are you a skinny guy that's wanting to, you know, just pack on the muscle and get fucking beefy? Then you're going to be, whole- you're going to be wanting to train, uh, with, with moderate weights. So again, I don't recommend everyone doing one rep maxes, but about 60 to 70% of what your one rep max would be preferably a little bit lower so you can really feel those muscle contractions. You're going to be doing sets of I pro I'm programming pretty much sets of like four to two, uh, four sets, 12, uh, about to, no. Yeah. Four sets, 12, four sets of 12 reps. That, that caught my brain. Um, I, did I just have a stroke? I think so. I think uh, I saw it happen. Did, did you see the wires <laughs> breaking? But no, about four sets of 12 reps somewhere in there. You can go as high as 18, 20 if you really want to. But you don't want to be going lower than eight. Yeah. Um, so pretty much stay in the rep range of eight to about 
15. Mm -hmm. And you want to do sets of no less than three. And I wouldn't really recommend doing any more than five. Yeah. Um, just because after that, you, you're kind of just not. I'm not going to lie. Worth it anymore. Depending on your entry level, if you're entry level, I would stick with the three to four. Because like we do what five for five on some workouts and I am fucking dead. On our heavy on our heavy days, we do um, a five for five. We have one workout that we do. That's a five for five. Bench press, uh, squats. What else? What else is there? I don't fucking know. Um, barbell rows. Barbell yeah. rows. Yeah, like those kill me. Actually, you know what? Not even the barbell. It's the pull-ups. It's the pull-ups that day that kill me. Okay, I'm going to get off topic again. There's a version of a barbell row I absolutely love. It's called the pendulet row. Have you guys ever heard of it? No, uh, you have to blah, send blah, it blah, to blah, us. Blah. Yeah, I, I will show you. Um, what did you say? Like, so he's like, I got a uh, yeah, A pendulet row? Pendulet row. Pendulet. Yeah. Also, Randy, can you pull your mic down and just to you a little bit? Oh, um, is that better? Yeah. And then, um, but so a pendulet row is basically, um, so we have bumper plates, like the thick 45 pound plates. I set one of those down and I'm standing on top of that. And then you set up like a normal barbell row, but it's almost a mix between a Romanian deadlift and a barbell row. So think of you're grabbing, you're, you're on a platform, you bend over, you grab the bar, you pull up like you're doing a, the top half, of, you're doing a Romanian deadlift, but you stop once you hit a 45 degree angle, you do your barbell row and you reset. Okay. I absolutely. I'm gonna love have to see that. a video because I'm I'm yeah. like yeah. hella lost in that description right yeah, now. I gotta see that in motion because like I I'd hurt myself trying. Don't to ask it me out. to spell pendulet row. I was just um, gonna ask. You to spell it. <laughs> there might be a Y in there. I don't know. But yeah, if you search that, um, there's all sorts of videos. I actually got the inspiration from Arnold Schwarzenegger. One of his. I was watching um, uh, Pumping Iron a little while ago. Uh, is that the one on netflix yeah where yeah, he says where he awkwardly says come like 17 dude, times best clip ever. no i've no, never I, been so uncomfortable in my entire life did you uh, did you listen to um uh, this week's episode of me that i do with miles oh i'm like two weeks behind. you guys suck oh, no too. so um we, we quoted that for probably <laughs> oh, <God>. five minutes we <laughs> need it oh it's like I, everywhere I go, I get the feeling of coming. Oh, God, it makes me so uncomfortable. Oh, but so in, in that, he's doing a pendulet row, and oh, okay. it's, it's a very intensive exercise. I absolutely love it. So like with my back workout, you know, I, I do barbell row strict, and I mm -hmm. went to 25 for four sets of uh, 10, mm -hmm. and then I did pendulet rows at 135 for, you know, a few sets. It's just, it's, it's they're fucking awesome. Well, I recommend check it. Out. Yeah. Definitely recommend people check those out. No, the yeah. highlight of today was Megan was like, man, you know how great Arnold's going to be? He has his own workout named after him. I was like, no shit, Megan. No, no, no. I said that he coined it. Which which exercise are you talking about? Arnold, Arnold Press. Arnold Press. Oh, the Arnold Press is fucking pointless. Fuck Prove off. me wrong. I like it. Prove me wrong. I like it. Pointless. I don't care. I just, like just it. Just do a military press. Mm. Or not military press, but just regular fucking shoulder well, press. We do that on Mondays. Yeah. Anyways, uh, what was I talking about? Um, the reps. So yeah. you're games. you're you're breaking down basically um, differences in what they're aiming for with their bodies. Yeah, yeah. Next time I try to get off topic, slap me. Um, but yeah, so the rep schemes. Yeah, if you're wanting to do hyper hypertrophy, you want to high higher rep volume, higher set volume, lower weights. If you're wanting to go for like that kind of general strength, in in the kind of like you're wanting to both get your strength up and also kind of sculpt the body at the same time, that kind of intermediary between kind of the powerlifting and the bodybuilding scene, then you're going to want to, you know, mid reps, mid reps, mid sets. So stick around, you know, the three to four, three to five reps again, or not reps, but uh, sets. sets. Thank you. 
my brain. Mm. I am sorry. I'm watching it melt um, out, out of your ears. I, so my problem is, is hard. so much is going on in my head right now. You're excited. And my mouth is just like, oh, I get passionate. I love this shit. But that's why I have a podcast. Look at me. <laughs> All right, we got to the first one. All right, so you went hypertrophy, you went the the mid. I I know where I'm at, Randy. Okay. (laughs) Don't get off topic. I'll slap you. Shut up, Randy. You're making it worse. Anyways, so you're going to want to keep your rep scheme. (laughs) Motherfucker. Can't we just have one episode? Can we please just have one fucking episode? No. (laughs) This is all him, though. Okay. Okay. Goose Fraba. Um, we got mush mouth over here. You want to keep your mesh rep? Cow now, brown cow. So you want to keep your rep scheme around three to five, very similar. But you want to keep your uh, your reps, which, fuck, I already fucked it up again. Goddamn. Do you want me to read your notes? Give me your fucking notes. There's no notes on here. <laughs> I already so, read these. You want to keep me your set. set scheme. The set scheme, three to five sets. You want to keep your reps Probably between a five to ten. I don't think anybody knows what we're talking about. I anymore. don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about anymore. I don't think you could edit this shit to make it sound like coherent. <laughs> That's it. Scrap it. We're starting over. You right. Welcome to the Legion Lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Ooh. but then yeah. you wanted to get into more to the powerlifting side of things. You want to keep your probably no more than three three sets, mm-hmm. and then keep your reps between you know. Two to five. I was gonna say you don't do very many. No, because that's where you're putting in the really high intensity. Right. You know, you're doing a lot more weight because with the powerlifting side, you're you're wanting to do probably eighty to ninety percent of your one rep max in those sets. So you're really progressing and pushing that envelope. Yeah. But then again, with the strength, you're wanting to keep the intensity kind of low. So probably around the seventy to eighty percent of your one rep max. Then again, bodybuilding, you're wanting to keep around sixty to seventy percent. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, because you you would know more than I'm wrong. Like, Shut the fuck up. Um, but like, if I'll it's like first one one day, <laughs> if it's like day one and you're stepping in the gym, like even if ultimately like strongman type shit is your idea, is that is that really where you should start? No, if you if day one is what you're about to step into, I would go back and listening to our beginner routine episode that me and you did when Randy was dead. Mm-hmm. But so th- that's where I want to. You know, I'm talking. I want to talk a little bit more about yeah. the specificities of it because we already did do that kind yeah. of like beginner episode, and and so that's where. Okay, you know, that's yeah. just. Yeah, I wanted to qualify because, like, yeah, I guess the people I'm training versus the people you're training are. Yeah. Like so nine day difference to here. Yeah, as far so. as building, you know, like I said, building a a workout program for mm-hmm. for for the noobs, the newbies in the gym. There, noobs. I again, I would recommend three days a week. Yep. I would have probably only. Um, program maybe 12, uh, 12 total sets, give or take, of a uh, of, uh, muscle group. So if you're doing, yeah, yeah, you know, so if, for example, a leg day, you know, I'd have maybe like three movements, do like fucking four sets of uh, a yeah. squat variation, four sets of a leg extension, four yeah. sets of a hamstring curl. Yeah, that was kind of good. Know? I was just like, okay, let's pick one for each muscle. So we have we have uh, squats, we got leg extensions, we got calves, and we got kickbacks. Yeah, you got your butt, you got your hamstrings, you got your quads. What else is there? Calves. Yeah, I think that's all and of them. The big ones, at least. Pretty much. But I, yeah, and then and then I guess this is a little bit more in the kind of bodybuilding side, which is where I think kind of the beginner. I think of the that is kind of the beginner. Because um, once you get into the power and strength, it's it's a little bit yeah different. 
But at least for where I live and where I think new people should start, just, you know, the general fitness population, you know, pick a main exercise. So, Mm -hmm. for example, the main exercise of your leg day is going to be like barbell squats or front or or some squat variation because that's going to be recruiting the most amount of CNS Mm -hmm. and the most amount of muscles. Then after that, you're going to want to start picking your accessories. That's where you pick that muscle group apart. So you work your you work your legs with squats. Mm-hmm. Now you're going to want to go into working specifically your quads, your mm-hmm. quadriceps. Then you're going to want to move into the hamstrings, then down to the calves. Yeah. And that that's a phenomenal basic place to start and then the more the more experienced you get, um it, it's all about progressive overload, mm-hmm. which doesn't have to be weight, it can be uh it can be volume or intensity. Right. So the more the more you do a specific workout, the more you can progress further up in volume so you can start doing higher sets or higher reps or you can push your weight or the <laughs> Randy's over here. He's, on he's literally on out. his phone. He don't give a fuck no more. He's like, fuck this shit. But um, no, nah, I get I it. I was watching a rooster versus a rat. <laughs> <laughs> it said there was an attempt for a rat to beat a rooster. I'm sorry. I was like, inter- like it went, it fought hard. I was like into it. I was like, give it hell, brother. Uh, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. <laughs> but yeah. Randy cares about your health, yeah. but he cares more about rooster rat fights. I mean, if you put that video in front of my face, I would not not watch it either. So I haven't watched. Perfect. You send it that to me. I want to watch it. Have you guys ever seen a, a cobra uh, versus a honey badger? I'm supposed to slap you right now because you're getting off topic. Oh, honey badger, right. for but the yes, win. yes, I have <laughs> seen that video. I've seen I've seen ferrets fight cobras. Anyways, uh, okay. Beginner routine. It's, yeah. it's, uh, Focus more but, yeah. entry level bodybuilding. Yeah, main movement, then pick in your your accessories, yeah. and then I, you know, I pro I'm programmed for every single one of my girls. Fifteen mm-hmm. minutes of cardio okay. at yeah, the end. I Personally, I like to do like ten minutes on a treadmill at a high incline at a fast walk. Elliptical for me. Yeah, or the elliptical, or um, I like to stay yeah. master. Well, I that's what I, I do. I do ten minutes treadmill, five minutes on stairmaster. Yeah. On my leg days, I warm up with ten minutes or five minutes on the bike. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it kind of depends on the feel. Yeah. I try not to take the intensity of my cardio too high, right? Because um, then you're draining energy. Yeah, that I don't want to be put towards your exactly. I don't want to burn out. And then yeah. I, depending on your goals, I guess you know if you if you love cardio, do cardio first. Um, it I always matter. do cardio after my workout. I would always recommend Not do cardio. Not true. Leg days we used to do it beforehand to warm up. Just to stretch yeah. our legs out. It, exactly. That's why I do. I have to do five minutes low yeah. intensity on the bike for my leg days. But I would recommend to everyone to do cardio at the end of their workout mm-hmm. um, because at that point, if you if you do cardio at the beginning of your workout, you get your uh, heart rate up, you get going, you're going to take away from your workout a little bit. Uh, so if you do cardio at the end of your workout, you know you doesn't really doesn't you're not really taking away from anything but at the same time like just to play devil's advocate even five minutes on a bike or a treadmill or an elliptical where you get your arms moving like getting things warmed up a little bit can also prevent you from injuries this is why this is a big debate amongst a lot of people like do you do cardio before or do you do it after i mean if you want to do a five minute warm-up that's fine but like we're not going to do like a whole cardio session yeah we just both started yelling at the same time yeah, lower your voice when I'm don't talking. Don't worry. I'm <laughs> but no, so it, I again warm up before yes. your workouts because don't if you go in cold and heavy, you're going to hurt yeah. yourself more than likely. You get the but no, so 
um, I believe it was in our episode uh, where mm -hmm. we talked about getting workouts where we talked about, you know, static and active stretching. Mm -hmm. And so I, you know, I wouldn't recommend cardio for your warm up. If yeah. you want to warm up, you go do your stretches, you go do some active stretching that could be with very low weight. So mm -hmm. with your active stretching, you want it to be very low intensity, very low volume. You just want to get the blood flowing to your muscles. Yeah. But <laughs> cardio doesn't always do that. That's valid. You know, you're going to feel warm. So when we say warm up, you're not warming yourself up. You're not getting your core temperature up. No. You're literally just activating the muscles, get the yeah. blood flowing. And so now that, you know, you're that loosening yourself yeah. up. That's good. Well, because so like when we do bench press, so I lay on the bench and just with the bar, like yeah. no weight, just 45 pounds, just the bar. I do a set. That is a warm up. Yeah, that's a warm up. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I do the same Sometimes thing. I just don't give things names. I just do them. And I don't think about it. <laughs> it's like, this is what I do. Yeah, but, but that's what I'm saying. You know, um, I, that's why I always recommend cardio at the end. Okay. Then, All right. I'll be on that team yeah. now. Okay. And that's why I got it in my head. I'm yep. on team And that's why, but on my leg days, I do do five minutes on the bike because that yeah. is warming up my quads and it's warming up my knees. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so it is stretching. I'm getting those loose to get the blood flowing directly to the legs. Yeah. And even then when we do squats, I always just take the bar and do, you know what I mean? Just yeah. to make sure everything feels right when I'm going down. And Yeah. I always recommend before you start your exercise, no matter what it is, I always start. I, I recommend going through the motions, making sure, especially making sure everything feels good. Because yeah. if you go to do your first set and with like just your, your warm up set is what I call it. With just the bar and your squat and your lower back feels off, don't even fucking squat. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's better to take a day off or, or go mm -hmm. to just go straight to the accessories and take the main movement off than, uh, you know, hurt yourself. And then now you're out of the gym for two weeks. Yeah, instead it's of funny a day. when I yeah. squat these days because I got my back brace and now I got my knee brace. And I'm just like, I just, yeah. just got to pull everything real nice and tight so nothing gets bucked. Yeah. <laughs> if, if anything ever feels off, just dude, don't do it. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's no. What are you going to do? Just like kind of go with it and potentially really hurt yourself? I just yeah, no, save it for another day. Some days things feel off and that's okay. Yeah. Nope. Well, uh, I know we got off topic a lot. And I know there's a lot more we can definitely talk about. So yeah. we, it'll probably be, this could easily be, you know, three, this is the intermediate hours. one. So yeah. we'll, we'll, next time we'll hit the advanced. We'll class. do a part. Well, no, not even. To be there's, there's just a lot, of, lot to cover and then it doesn't there help is. when we, we talk about. I get passionate and I go down rabbit holes. We all need to have but, Adderall before we do this. I think Dean just needs to remember math when he starts because that was the biggest no. struggle today. He's like four four sets, four reps. Four, no, it was, what the, it was the speech. It was the reps and sets I kept saying wrong, and then I, I knew I said it wrong, and then I just had a stroke. Mm -hmm. um, anyways, do as we say, not as we do. Be the best versions of yourselves that you possibly can. Get in the gym. Do some training. Work on your mental health. That's very important. Yeah. Remember to take a step back and work on your perspective. Yes. I said that slower because I forgot the word for a second. <laughs> I know you did. It was great. <laughs> like, look in your mind trying to find that word. You'll be saying it. And it's uh, on the paper. Yeah. Anyways, do you guys have anything else for this, today's episode? Um, not, not, I mean, not without going on and on and on. So that's a no. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's a no. Yeah. We're good. Randy. He's like, I'm done. Where can they find us on social media? I don't have social media. I'm oh bad. Megan, God. where can they find us on social media? Um, Legion Lifestyle. No. Oh, I suck at this. You guys too. are Legionnaire. Wow. Legionnaire. Legionnaire. See the the podcast and the social media. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Legionnaire Athletics. <laughs> That's spelled L E G I O N N A I R E Athletics. L E G I O N N A I R E Athletics. Good job.
I'm glad you Facebook and Instagram. You can find me at I'm Dean and so can you. I should probably change that because it's something that's easier to stay. Um, anyways. That's good. Hope you guys have a phenomenal day. And uh, remember, get out there. <laughs> do something. I don't know. I was just making you guys feel uncomfortable. Well, no, I was going to say Dean's now accepting applications for new co-hosts. <laughs> yeah, pretty. I always am. That's always out. Why do you think I was with Miles last episode? It was just. It's fair. He it was fair. good. He yeah. didn't love us. It's fine. You guys got anything else? No, but thanks no. for having us. It was a yeah. great episode. Yes. Peace out, y'all. Later. That was a lie. <laughs>